Welcome back to Lhasa Channel. My name is Anton Vjeltsin. I'm an attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. We all know that not every encounter between the police and the public is entitled to the Fourth Amendment protections. So today we're going to define what constitutes a seizure of a person under the Fourth Amendment. And specifically, we're going to look at the case where the police officer pulls into the individual's driveway and blocks this person from leaving, and whether that constitutes a seizure. Before we go on, I want to thank you for watching me on YouTube, hitting that subscribe button, and sharing my channel with your friends and family. If you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Audible or Spotify, please give my podcast a 5-star review rating. And finally, if you want to support this channel, consider going to lostash.com and check out some of my merch, including the Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirts. They're flying off the shelves. Thanks for watching. Quick message from Lostash. Are you charged with a crime? Or do you want to know your rights if stopped by police? Watch California attorney Anton Vjeltsin discuss legal cases from the Supreme Court, Ninth Circuit, and California State Courts on the Lostash YouTube page. Anton has handled hundreds of federal and state criminal cases, has an in-depth knowledge of the law, and has the best mustache ever. Subscribe to the Lostash YouTube page. That's L-A-W-S-T-A-C-H-E. Today we'll be discussing United States versus Kerr. And first, let me give you some factual background. On a Sunday afternoon, around 3.30 p.m., Deputy Sheriff was patrolling a rural area. As he was driving by Mr. Kerr's house, he observed that the vehicle was parked in the driveway with the trunk open, exposing some cardboard boxes. Now, the deputy sheriff knew that there were some recent residential burglars in the area, so as he drove by, he made a decision to make a U-turn and get back to that vehicle. Now, the driveway was a one-lane road, it was a dirt road, and it was about 70 feet long. The officer pulled into the driveway, blocking Mr. Kerr, who was about to leave. So as Mr. Kerr was backing out, about halfway at 40 to 30 feet away from the officer, Kerr stopped, got out of the vehicle, and then approached the officer by foot. Without being asked, he produced his birth certificate and the registration to the vehicle. He also told the officer that he did not have a driver's license. Now, we don't know all the details from the case. They're not listed in the actual opinion. But we know that at some point the officer then investigated Kerr and the area around and he saw that the barn in front of that driveway was actually a methamphetamine lab. Now Mr. Kerr was then indicted on three counts of distribution and possession of methamphetamine. He later moved to suppress all the evidence found in the barn saying that his rights were violated, his fourth amendment was violated because the officer seized him and didn't let him leave. Now we all know that not all encounters between the public and the police deserve the protections of the Fourth Amendment. It is only when the officer, by show of authority or physical force, restricts the liberty of the individual. That's when we call that a seizure under the Fourth Amendment. The vast majority of automobile stops are initiated by police officers using flashing lights or a siren and are clearly Fourth Amendment seizures. 
This case, however, presents the unusual problem of characterizing an automobile stop as either a voluntary encounter or an investigative stop. The characterization is crucial because a voluntary encounter intrudes on no constitutionally protected interest and therefore receives no Fourth Amendment protection. In contrast, a temporary detention for investigative purposes, or what we call a Terry stop, requires the police officer to have found suspicion, meaning reasonable suspicion based on articulable facts of some criminal activity being afoot. Now, the lower court denied the motion to suppress, saying that Mr. Kerr could have done a number of things. He could have simply ignored the officer or driven around him. Now, the Supreme Court disagrees and says that those actions would defy any common sense. No reasonable person would act that way. In fact, the second the officer pulled into the driveway, blocking Mr. Kerr and restricting his movement, that was a seizure under the Fourth Amendment. And additionally, the fact that Mr. Kerr provided information and began speaking to the officer, telling him that he did not have a driver's license, information that really goes against his interest, shows that Mr. Kerr believed that he was being detained. Now that we established that this was a seizure under the Fourth Amendment, the next question becomes whether there was reasonable suspicion to pull over or detain Mr. Kerr. Now, the only information that the officer provided was that there were recent burglaries in the area and that he saw some boxes in the trunk of the car. The Supreme Court recognized that effective law enforcement is often predicated on hunches developed from a police officer's years of experience in detecting criminal activity. However, underlying every Fourth Amendment analysis is a balancing between two compelling concerns, society's interest in effective law enforcement and the individual's privacy and liberty interests. A Fourth Amendment stop based on hunches alone will not withstand constitutional scrutiny. Because the deputy stopped Kerr without any suspicion, that violated the Fourth Amendment, and all the evidence found in the barn should be suppressed under the fruits of the poisonous tree doctrine. I hope you learned a little bit more what constitutes a seizure under the Fourth Amendment, and what can we say? Having a trunk open on a sunny Sunday afternoon and exposing some random boxes to the general public doesn't mean that Kerr was committing any sort of crime. It was just a hunch, even if there are burglaries happening all around him, says the Supreme Court. If you learned something in this video, I hope you click like, hit that subscribe button, and share my channel with your friends and family. If you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Audible or Spotify, please give my podcast a 5-star review rating. And finally, if you want to support this channel, consider going to lostash.com and purchasing some of my merchandise, including the Do Not Arrest Person t-shirts. Thanks for watching.